0: We join on the line now by Narina Fissa, strategist at, yeah, and advisor at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina, and
1: morning to everyone else out there.
0: Narina, we don't often talk about specific companies during this segment of the show, but two companies that were in the news yesterday, um, are household names in South Africa, and I think we should talk about them today. But let's start with the bad news first. Sassel's share price was down more than 10%. Now, what caused that drop?
1: Sure, you know, that's almost like a, like a knife in the heart of South Africa. One of our biggest and proudest companies, Sassel. And yes, yesterday down, um, it ended down over 10%, but it was down much more during the day. And it really came as a, a result of a trading update that the company issued yesterday. And uh, although at the headline one might think it's about the forecast that their earnings might drop as much as 30% that caused this, there were actually other problems that, that really caused the drop. Um, the, the You know, the headline earnings being down 30%, yes, it's a lot but to be expected considering where the oil price has been over the last 12 to 18 months so that's not really the surprise. I think the two shocks came in terms of um, some of its operations in North America. You know we don't often think of Sassel as a global company we think of it as somebody that provides petrol to us here in South Africa but they do have a shale gas project in Canada which they have already written down 7.4 billion rand in December last year and now they will be writing down a further 4.1 billion rand and that's because of lower natural gas um, prices so that continues to be very low and and it's now hurting SAFL also in terms of its expectations of that project the other major one is an ethane cracker plant that they have in um, Louisiana in the US where um, a project which they they started it's about 40% complete now the original estimates was for this project to cost 8.1 billion dollars they have now increased that estimate to 11 billion US dollars. So we're looking at an increase of the capital cost of that project by almost 3 billion US dollars. You know, massive amounts of money in, in, in rand terms. And, and yeah, the market took one look at that and, and said, sure, now maybe Sassel is a bit expensive where it was and knocked that price down by more than 10% yesterday.
0: The other company is Telcom. Now, uh, their share price was up uh, 10% yesterday. Why the change in fortune there? I guess we all love to talk. We talk, we <laughs> use data, we're on our phones all the time.
1: And, and yes, for well, Telcom, it's very much a turnaround story. They've um, uh, they've been um, in a much worse space and certainly looking a lot better than they did two or three years ago. So I think the turnaround strategy certainly paying off for Telcom at this stage. Um, unfortunate to, to think that a lot of what's good at Telcom now has come on the back of some significant job cuts. You know, the company now employs almost half the people that it did just three years Years ago, but um, you know, on, on a personal level, one can look at this and say, "Yuck!" The company has, has, has cut a lot of jobs. On the other hand, one might argue that maybe they, at the three years ago, they were employing way too many people, and that they are now at at more sort of um, acceptable levels in terms of the profitability of the company. They also declared a good dividend, and, and so yes, all round, I think the market liked the numbers that they saw. But it's, it's going to remain tough for Telcom to, to, to um, you know, they've really got to focus on their fiber rollout. We see a lot of competition with that in our suburbs, on the streets, with competitor companies also wanting a piece of especially the data pie. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, Telcom is going to have to, to keep its socks up, which it has pulled up so nicely over the last year or two.
0: And then looking at the currency yesterday, strengthened to below 15 Rand to the dollar, as we Yay! had hoped. But, but, but <laughs> then the oil price goes and rises above $50 sure. per barrel. We just can't win. We can't catch a break, can we? <laughs> well, at least I think, um,
1: you know, there's, there's um, better hope that the Rand can stay below 15 to the dollar than there is that the oil price will stay above $50 to the barrel. So um, I think that we've spoken about the Rand strength, and I, I do think that there's scope for it, to, to, to strengthen further in the in the short term. Um, so that's certainly, I think, good news for, for any of us that, that have to pay anything that, is, that comes from a dollar base, including every tank of petrol that we fill in. But as far as the oil price is concerned, this is very much a supply-side issue. Um, two factors really driving that price at the moment. There's been quite a bit of um, problems in, in Nigeria, in particular in the Niger Delta region. There's been a lot of attacks um, and, and sabotage at the oil plants there, and that's really sort of um, put a bit of a a burner under the the oil price. But the other one also is that that inventories in the US has has fallen by as much as a million barrels and and that's really also sort of put the supply-demand equation just slightly out of balance with um, supply now sort of falling to to levels where it actually supports a higher oil price. I don't think either of those are really sustainable. We're definitely still not seeing a lot of demand coming through on the oil side. So, So yes, I think we've got a bit the chance of seeing oil back below fifty than we do of the rand going above fifteen again.
0: Well, Narina, we're going to keep hope alive and leave it there. Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA.